To be honest, women don't really want you to know this, but they ache for it deeply, and it's they want you to f- talk them. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. All right, well, firstly, um, I don't know how many of you know Seda, so can you introduce yourself, tell them about your, who you are and what your specialties and skill sets are. First of all, I know you for how long? We met 10 years ago? I always say 10 years whenever it seems like a long time. Okay, yeah. Let's just say 10 years. And uh, so since then, I don't know, there's been multiple books written. I have a PhD in psychology and I specialize in psychosexuality. So that's an interesting new field of work where we're looking at how your psyche is interfacing with your sexuality and, and the impact of that. I did a TEDx talk on desire. So a lot of my work looks at desire, looks at the dynamics of beliefs, ideas, emotions on sexual function. And a lot of my work has to do much more with women, although I have taught men in the past and I really do love men. And I would like men to understand women better, but also understand how fantastic it is to be a guy. Because it is, it's amazing. And how needed it is to have uh, men who are actually empowered and love being men, so. And can you tell us a bit about like what's your normal, like, I don't know, daily, but like your normal work when you're, because you're working mainly with women. Yes. Um, What does that look like? Like, what do they come to you for? How do you help them? So I have about eight online courses. So I first filter everyone through those and they're everything from basically women just want to know how to use their vagina better and they want to have more orgasms and they want to have more pleasure. And they've understood that it can't all be on the guy. So they come to me to kind of learn about their bodies. I also teach professionals, so doctors, other psychotherapists, other professionals that deal with women, how to have those conversations. In general, I think right now, women are really wanting to learn how to dare, like really go for what they want and to explore their desires. So that's the majority of my work right now with women is exploring desire and uh, encouraging them to be a little bit more daring. It's funny you said that they realized that they couldn't rely just on the men. And I'm just imagining centuries of women just lying there like, are they going to figure it out? Nope. Yeah, exactly. Try next generation? Nope. All right, I'm going to have to do this myself. That's why, they, you know, in the Victorian era, the, yes. the women would go in hysterics to the doctor and he would masturbate her. And finally, that's how the vibrator was developed. Imagine, imagine that scene. She's coming. She's like, I feel very agitated. Is something not quite right? Get over here, darling. I've got this machine. Spread your legs. <laughs> oh, that's much better. Thank you very much. Yeah, I figured. And the lineup of women, right? Yeah, just the guy's wrists were so sore. He had to like develop like, oh, no, them. Not another hysterical woman. What would be some of the areas that may be relevant to the guys or maybe of interest that you might want to talk about? And while we're doing that, you guys can start punching up questions if you've got mm-hmm. something specific. I Well, one of the things I love is to talk about pleasuring women. I think that there's always more to learn. And nowadays it feels like most of our education is through porn. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of sexual dissatisfaction, even if there's sexual exploration. So that's a really good area of just kind of pushing into, but it requires like letting go of the ego a little bit and going, I actually not sure that I know this that well. I think we're pretty good on this, on this crew of yep. putting our egos aside. With, and that's great. So then we can ask, you can ask me really graphic questions. You can ask me sensitive questions, even around more like intimacy issues or anything like that, really, mm-hmm. because that's, I speak the whole range, really. I've got a question. What would you say is a common or the most common complaints that women have 
about men or like because when women are coming to you is it like uh i can't find a man to da 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 or it's like i can't access is within myself like is there issues that are kind of coming up commonly where women are like i wish men would do this i wish they would communicate in this mm-hmm. way or i can't get him to do this and so on to be honest it's women don't really want you to know this but they ache for it deeply and it's they want you to f- talk them what's missing with all the swiping apps and even i think basic dating is they're not feeling like their mind is being fucked open when i ask a young guy to like seduce me it's pathetic like he has no clue clue how to even just he's like okay i'm now gonna lick your pussy and then i'm gonna stick it in and i'm like oh wow okay we need help so there's a realm of how do you play in the erotic mind of a woman and it's it's not the same as kind of reciting what you've seen in a porn like that's not really what's arousing to a woman and then the other piece is around masculinity so a lot of men have adopted a higher pitched voice to make women feel safe but it's actually a turn off I think that's is that a is that chartable is that conscious I don't know if it's conscious but I've noticed it a lot so when I talk to guys I'm like can you drop your voice into your balls and then all of a sudden mm. they're speaking a little lower and then I feel a charge a much more of a charge um, but I think they're doing it to make me feel safe Okay. Yeah. So Keith saying, have you some good examples of fuck talk rather than some bad, bad examples? examples? Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to kind of get to know the lady a little tiny bit, but even just starting to push into her psyche like just finding out if she's been naughty and even just saying that's like oh you've been very naughty haven't you and she's like well not really well maybe mm. that starts her a little more playful than like going obvious into sexual acts yes as opposed to it's wednesday night which we all know what night that is Hump business day. <laughs> yeah like cause we, we, i just came off teaching um you know sex class and a big part of the what we're teaching is communication and dirty talk, mm. voice commands. Very nice. Um, and at first, guys are really scared of that, and they think they have to create poetry. Right, raw think, is good. I think that might be what you're kind of hinting at there, Keith, mm-hmm. is it's like, oh, is there a special way no, raw is to, good. to speak? But yeah, and giving good it, voice commands yes. and good rewards, just that is awesome. Punishment reward seems to really work for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't know why. It just... Even a, a really, like a woman who's trying to position herself as a good girl or whatever, but you're like, oh, I'm going to really punish you. And I'm like, why? Because like, you've just been too much of a good girl or like something like this. And then she's like, oh my God, what does that look like? Or denial of things is also women like that. So one of my lovers would deny me. I, I couldn't see his, he wouldn't show me below the waist for like three weeks. He would just kind of tease me and I, I would just drive me nuts. And he would talk about it. Like, you want to see it, don't you? I'm like, yeah. And then he'd like move the camera and then wouldn't let me see it. So mm-hmm. Things like that build erotic tension, and I think that's women really love that. So yeah, because I think most attractive women don't usually or, or ever get a chance to want yes. a man, to chase a man, exactly. to beg a man. Exactly. Right. So that like I've I've had feedback from girls where I the first point of contact for the blowjob, I don't just let her stick it in. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell her to look up at me and tell her you want that. Mm-hmm. So open your mouth wider. So she's like investing or working for it. Yeah. And then she gets it. That's like. A kind of a unique experience for a woman when dudes are trying to shove dicks in whatever they can. Exactly. Or even just like her mouth's hovering and like, nah, mm. not yet. Yes. And then walking away or something like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we have to understand that erotic tension is good for everybody and we're not very good at it. Mm. We're a very quick fix or like resolving the tension very quickly. So playing with what works for you as well. Like if you're turned on, 
That's really important. If you're trying to turn her on and stay safe, it's not a turn on usually. Yeah, it's like the woman gets activated by the man's activation.、Mm -hmm. They've done a lot of studies on female desire, and I think it's about almost 80% of women won't feel their own desire until they feel desired. And I know for me, it's very clear. Like if I see lust in a man's eye, it's like I crave that. And I think because we live a little bit in the Me Too world, where men are very polite and they want to be safe and they want to be this or that, there's almost like a withholding or a not allowing that hungry beast look to come forward. And a lot of women complain like they don't feel like the guy is actually genuinely hard for her, genuinely、yeah. wants her. Yeah, I can relate to that. As a man, you you do have to be able to. I mean. Like if you have completely unfiltered sexual intent all the time, then you know you can be creepy or sleazy, and you're not reading the responses from、mm -hmm. girls. But yeah, I know for myself, I go through phases of like censoring it. I mean, now it's I can switch it on and off. I'm very,、yes. I can very clearly feel a difference. That's a gift,、mm. but that's also a practice,、mm. and you want to be able to do that because you have to read. You know, obviously, like some females don't want anything.、And、the ones that are complaining to me, which is quite a wide range, like even all the way up to the 70s. <laughs> it's really doesn't look at me like he wants to fuck me anymore. <laughs> yeah, so there is there's a Desire to be desired. There's a desire to be teased and to be brought out. And then the other thing that is interesting, I think, is very few women want to reveal their actual erotic mind. So if you provide a space where you kind of pull that out of her, like what she really wants, and you're like, "Nah, that's not nasty enough. I know there's something else in there,"、mm -hmm. and you bring it out, and it's not threatening to you to hear it. Like, oh, you want three guys to do that to you, and it's you don't let that be a threat, but you just play with it.、Mm -hmm. It's very erotic, and half the time she doesn't actually want to act it out. She just wants to explore it erotically. Yeah, that's a like I guess for women, what's Holding them back, there often is a fear of judgment or of、mm -hmm. being thought of as weird.、Mm -hmm. I've had girls who've like wanted what I thought was pretty tame stuff, actually. But、mm -hmm. she's like, "Am I normal, or is this bad, or am I a freak because of she wanted to be spanked or something?" I mean, that goes for men and women. We see that whenever we put up something vicious and related on on the channel, it goes a little bit viral. Yeah, it goes outside of our bubble of people who know us. Yeah, immediately it's like, "This is weird. Why would you hit a, hit a women like this?" I mean, just a lot of ignorance. Um, What you mean, like slapping her in the face with your cock? Any of that, any <laughs> of that normal stuff you do to say hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. Yeah, no. Yeah, so being able to trust yourself, to lean into those edges, and feel your own arousal, and feel where your limitation is as well, I think is because、uh, women like to push. In that direction of your limitation, they kind of want to know where your edges are. And what's really interesting is how many women love to be called a whore, even though they don't want to be seen as one. Yeah, they don't want to go and sell sex on a street corner, but、mm -hmm. they do. Okay, this is an interesting one because I yeah I'm calling I call many women whores and I mean it in the nicest possible way, and they <laughs> seem to respond very well to it.、Uh, I've got my own ideas, but I'd like to hear yours. Like, what do you do? You have any ideas about why a woman? I think anything transgressive, right? So in society, women are always battling this good girl, bad girl, Madonna whore complex、yeah. is always like kind of up. So I think when you're they're facing this moment where it's really sexy, and then you're like you're such a whore, and it's the first time she really hears it. There's a lot of energy that can get released because in the psyche. So the way the psyche works is anything slightly transgressive brings so much more arousal, and sometimes it can be a freaky experience, but a lot of times it's a very positive one because it's charged with. Like things forbidden and、yeah. shame and yeah, it's forbidden. Yeah. And also, if you're calling her a whore, there's secretly this oh, I must be a good lay because someone will pay for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, had, I've asked <laughs> like a lot of probing questions, and I'm like, does it turn you on the idea that someone would pay money? And she's like, yes. 
It's like the idea that she could commodify herself and that kind of makes her even sexier. But it's also the idea that she's willing to do anything. Right. And likes it. And I guess also because of the money exchange, mm-hmm. now she's given over her, her rights and responsibilities, right? So In the man way, now yeah. can use her and take her yeah. within the context of that play. Yeah. And so she is only a sex object in a way. Like she, she can forget all the other stuff about her position and who she is and respect and all that. And now she is purely a sex object. Yeah. And I think, especially if you've been treating someone well and you have this deep respect and trust, then when you bring out that side, it's even a safer space for her to explore the slutty whore. Mm. And women want to explore that. They really do, unless she has serious trauma in some respect. Just a, a word on this of caution, guys. Like, I've I found that there's, like, grading of certain mm-hmm. words that have different charges, and they'll be different for different women. But usually when I'm introducing, like, nasty labels i'll start with the softer ones and then i'll and then i'll introduce them and just test how her response because yeah sometimes slut or whore or something does trigger someone and she just doesn't like that whereas she does like some other things mm-hmm. most women i found tend to respond well to all of them within the context of feeling safe and respected anyway but yeah if you start with naughty girl bad girl dirty little girl right those are your safer ones and then try bitch you know, and then slut and then finish with whore but <laughs> When I, when I, <laughs> I love that there's a gradient journey. Oh, you know, I think through all of this. Um, when we were, when I was teaching in the class last week, I was explaining this to the group and I was saying, look, there's ways that if I say you are my whore, that has a different feel to you're a dirty whore, right? One is it's just like you're just a street whore and you could be anyone's. One is it's like for me, you're a whore, which has a, like a, a safer and like sexier mm-hmm. intimate feel. Uh, and you know, I'm saying that, and I, was, and I said to the Ukrainian girls, I'm like, so girls, you know, would the difference if I called you my sweet little whore and I said, you're a dirty whore, and one says, just call me dirty whore. <laughs> so, you know, I think different. when you're confident as a woman and you're really in tune with your sexuality, you don't care and you want it as nasty as possible. Even if like, have you ever had a situation where you could, because f- when I do that, I, I've read myself and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't have any anger sure. or hatred yes. to women. Yes, exactly. Uh, and if I did, I would be aware. I think if you're coming from a religious place and you're shaming with the word, it's a very different feel than being aroused right. and attracted. Have you ever been with a guy where you could tell he kind of means it and it's on the edge? And is that hot or not? It was not hot at all. There was a young man uh, this summer, actually, who came to pick me up. I was having lunch with a bunch of older Greek men and I was dressed in a bikini and the young guy picked me up and he was livid and I'm like well I wonder why he's angry I'm like oh I think I know I think he he like assuming I'm a whore and it's a bad thing so as we sat together I said he's like why are you with those how are you and he was really couldn't speak and I said do you think I'm a whore he's like yes no yes no yeah and he was so I'm like and what's wrong with being a whore and he's like ah (laughs) so in that context it was a turn off Mm -hmm. and I was like well you want me to be a whore for you but Mm -hmm. you don't want me to be a whore for them and so um he never got anywhere with me but uh, he could have but yeah it's like that (laughs) I've I've seen that in myself when I was younger and I got much more triggered by women's sexuality that it's an ugly part of a man and I I mean I guess women have their 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 version of it definitely yeah it's that that thing of like it's 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 a disgusting feeling it's just like fucking whore like it's in there and it's because it's so weaponized and it's and it is such an aggressive thing it's like you know someone who's not racist put under some pressure suddenly spitting out the n-word or something yeah exactly that was in there after all exactly so yeah it's it's something that i for guys like, I mean, I've talked about this to you guys for years. It's And it's not like a switch. I don't just decide, no Madonna whore, I, I have no judgment. Like, yeah. you do have to investigate that and look to where it's come from. And I think it just comes with, doesn't necessarily come with age, but just seeing more and more of female sexuality when you when you step back and go, show me what you got. 
And it's like, you can't, if you were to judge it, you have to judge them all. I think then this is really a good bridge to like, what is female sexuality? Because it's been painted a very particular way. And we were talking on our hike, I was like, well, actually, I think that women sometimes want sex way more than men. It's just that we're socially conditioned not to know that or admit that or move in that direction. But all the women that I know who finally like accept that they're sexual beings, they seem to actually have a situation where they want sex more than mm. the men in their life. I mean, they don't have the filter of fear anymore. Exactly. And, and they're quite aroused and they're doing things to arouse themselves more. And I have noticed that that can actually shut down a man because it almost seems to like flip the tables a little bit. I mean, I've had that a number, not many times. Like mm -hmm. I could count them on one hand where a woman's really made a lot of moves. And I liked it because I was like, oh, cool. That, that means I've got a night off. <laughs> um, I don't have to do the work tonight. But yeah, I think for a lot of men, that's it's a tricky one because you want to, especially if you're not super confident in your, in your masculinity, you want to feel like you conquered or you were, you won. Uh, and then if the woman's kind of doing that for you, like, I think it's, it's an expression of some immaturity, but I think it's hard for a lot of men to accept the actual sexual power of hunger. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the other turn off that sometimes happens is when a woman really is enjoying sex and wants it longer than say 10 minutes, there's been a complaint of like, they get shut down because that's too much time or the guy somehow is threatened by her actual appetite. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of threatening if you're like, I can't satisfy her, so therefore she's going to, you know, it makes you think, oh, fuck, mm -hmm. well, she's going to get satisfied somewhere. Well, the, the truth is, though, that you don't have to satisfy her the whole time with your cock. Yes. And that's what makes you a skillful lover. You can actually fuck talk her for hours that'll drive her nuts and make her come, and you've never not yet touched her. And then when you do touch her, you're touching her with your breath, your eyes, your fingers, your tongue, like many other aspects of your body. So if you're using your cock even just for 10 minutes by then, it's like, oh my God, because you've, you've really opened up the erotic spectrum. But I think for a lot of people, they think that maybe because porn only shows that part, that that's what sex is. Um, yeah, and it starts slow and it keeps speeding up until you come. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that's, like I, I usually have sex of some type for over mm -hmm. an hour, but it's not definitely not all penetration. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if you don't have a good vibrator, you must get one. I've told you guys which <laughs> one, the Svarkom, Swedish Svarkom, Alice is the type. Yeah, like I, I mean, I'll cycle between, I do use a lot of restraint initially, especially for the first kind of penetrative touch. I'll make yes. it really work for that or beg for it. And then, yeah, it'll move from penetrative sex mm -hmm. to pulling out, using my tongue, using a vibrator, giving her the vibrator so she can, or getting her to show me how she likes to be touched, mm -hmm. like getting the woman involved in her own pleasure and giving her permission, which a lot of, you wouldn't relate to this, but you see this pretty commonly. You're fucking a girl and she has her hand here and she's, my hand's down there by the way. And you can see her like wanting to go for the clitoris, but she doesn't because she thinks- She just want to offend you. And I'll be like, yeah. please, of course, help me out. Yeah. But then when I see that, I just take a hand, put it down. And I say, show me it. It turns me on. Yeah. So giving her permission to- Very like, nice. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.